Welcome to Zichur Daf Siman Memorev Ram Goldhar and the Masechah Sukkah Daf Lamed Hey, the third parakul of Hagazel. So the three times we're going to focus on number one, it was Tana Brisa pre eight Hadar eight Shatam eight Zoperio Shava Viomer Zeesron. The term the fruit of the Hadar tree alludes to a tree whose wood and fruit taste alike. You must say that this is the Esron. Rabbi said Altikra Hadar Eli Hadir. Don't read the word describing the tree as Hadar, meaning beautiful. Rather, read it as Hadir, which means a corral. The Gemara explains that just as in a corral, some animals are born while the large animals are still in existence, so to this tree is similar in that when the small fruits arrive, the large ones of the previous crop are still in existence. Rashi explains that an esrog is different from other fruits and that can be on the tree for a number of years. Don't read the word as hadar, rather read it as hadar, meaning that it dwells on the tree from one year to the next year. Benazi says, Don't read it as Hadar, rather read it as Idur, meaning water. For in Greek, water is called Idur. And which is the tree that grows on the basis of all sources of water, meaning that relies upon the irrigation and rainfall? You must say that this is the Esrog. Pointing to the Mishnah on Daf, Lamed Dalad Amabe stated that an Esrog of Orla's puzzle. On our Daf, Rabbi Chibar Avin Rabbi Asi disagree regarding the reason. One says the reason is Levisha Imba Heter Achila, because the Orla Esrog is not permitted for consumption. And the other says that the reason is Levisha Imbad Din Mamon, because there's no monetary jurisdiction over it. Rush explains that since one cannot derive Hana from Orla, it has no value at all, and therefore it's not considered his own to fulfill Vulakach the Machem. The Gemara comes to revise its understanding of the Melchokas and clarifies that they both agree that an Esrog needs a Heterachila to be valid. They disagree whether it requires a Din Mamon. The Nafkamina is an Esrog of Maizosheni that's inside Yushalayim according to Rabbi Mirror. According to the one who said that an esrog of orla is prohibited because it doesn't have a heta achila, an esrog of Maishusheni inside Yushalayim is valid since it may be eaten, according to Rabbi Meir. According to the one who said that an esrog of orla is puzzle because it doesn't have a din mamon, Maishusheni mamon gavohu, Maishusheni's property of the Most High, according to Rabbi Meir, and would thus be puzzle. And point number three, the Mishnah Daf Lamed Daladam stated, Nitzchal pitmaso puzzle. If its pitam was removed, the esrog is puzzle. It's common for an esrog to have a stem-like protrusion at its top, which is crowned by a rounded bud. This short stem is the pitam, and it's also referred to as the dud, the nipple. The crown of the stem is the shashanta. If the pitam is missing, the esrog is possible because it's considered chaser, deficient. On this stuff, Rabbi Yitzhak ben Elazar brought a bryce with the reading, nitla buchnaso, its pestle was removed. This reading reflects the fact that the pitam is pointed and its shape resembles that of a pestle. Rabbi Yitzhak ben Elazar informs us that the esrog is possible only if the base of the pitam is missing, but not if the bud is missing. So once again, the three points are number one. It was taught in a brisa, pre-eitz hadar, eitz shatam eitz superior shave, heavy omer, ze esrog. The term, the fruit of the hadar tree, alludes to a tree whose wood and fruit taste alike. So you must say that this is the esrog. Rebbe said, altikra hadar el hadir. Don't read the word describing the tree as hadar, meaning beautiful. Rather, read it as hadir, which means a corral. The Gemara explains that just as in a corral, small animals are born, while the large animals are still in existence, so to this tree is similar in that when the small fruits arrive, the large ones of the previous crop are still in existence. Rashi explains that an esrog is different from other fruits in that it can be on the tree for a number of years. Rabbi Abba said, hadar el hadar, davr Don't read the word as hadar, rather read it as hadar, meaning that it dwells on its tree from one year to the next year. Ben Azai said, hadar el idur. Don't read it as hadar, rather read it as idur, meaning water, for in Greek, Water is called Idur, and which is the tree that grows on the basis of all sources of water, meaning that it relies upon irrigation and rainfall? You must say that this is the Esra. 
Point him to the Mishnah Dav Ramadalarambe stated that an Esrog of Orla's puzzle. On our Dav, Rabbi Chiyabar Abba and Rabbi Asi disagree regarding the reason. One says that the reason is because the Esrog of Orla is not permitted for consumption. And the other says that the reason is because there's no monetary jurisdiction over it. Rashi explains that since one cannot derive Hana from Orla, it has no value at all, and therefore it's not considered his own to fulfill Vilachach Nemachem. The Gemara revises its understanding of the Melchokas and clarifies that they both agree that an Esrog needs a Heter Achilot to be valid. They disagree whether it also requires a Din Mamon. The Nafkamina is an Esrog of Maishasheni that's inside Yishalayim, according to Rabbi Meir. According to the one that said that an Esrog of Orla is prohibited because it doesn't have a Heter Achilot, an Esrog of Maishasheni inside Yishalayim is valid since it may be eaten, according to Rabbi Meir. According to the one who said an Esrog of Orla is possible because it doesn't have a Din Mamon, Maishasheni Mamon Gabohu. Maishasheni is a property of the Most High, according to Rabbi Meir, and would thus be puzzle. And pointing with you, the Mishnah Daf stated, Nitzchel Pitmaso puzzle. If its Pitm was removed, the Esrog is puzzle. It's common for an Esrog to have a stem-like protrusion at its top, which is crowned by a rounded bud. This short stem is the Pitam, and it's also referred to as the Dud, the nipple. The crown of its stem is the Shoshanta. Now, if the Pitam is missing, the Esrog is puzzle because it's considered chaser, deficient. On this stuff, Rabbi Yitzhak ben Elazar brought a brace with the reading, Nitla Buchnaso, its pestle was removed. This reading reflects the fact that its pitum is pointed and its shape resembles that of a pestle. Rabbi Yitzhak ben Elazar informs us that the Esrog is puzzle only if the base of the pitum is missing, but not if the bud is missing. Alright, so now we got our Simber Daflamet Hay, and our standard simon is a children's choir singing La La La. So here goes. The pre-8s Hutter children's choir, comprised of kids of different ages dressed up as Hesrogim, singing in a tree, wouldn't let the kid in the Orla Esu costume, and the one who broke his pitam, join them. Once again, it's emotion. The pre-8s Hutter children's choir, children's choir, that must be more Duff, Lamed Hey, la la la. The pre-8s Hutter children's choir, comprised of kids of different ages, dressed up as Hesrogim, singing in a tree, which reminds us that we have four different shots regarding the Pasuk of pre-8s Hutter, Either it's Shatama eats Kadama Pri, or read it as Hadir, that the Esrog tree is like a corral, in that the new fruits arrive when the older fruits are still on the tree, because an Esrog is different from other fruits, in that it can be on the tree for a number of years, or Altikrahadar el Hadar, Shadarbi Ilanu Mishana Lashana, that it dwells on the tree from year after year, or Altikrahadar el Idar, which is Greek for water, since the Esrog tree relies upon both rainfall and irrigation. So the pre-800 children's choir, comprised of kids of different ages, dress up as Esrogim, singing in a tree, wouldn't let the kid in the Orla Esrog costume, which reminds us that there are two reasons given for why an Esrog of Orla is puzzle, either because it has no Heter Achila, or it doesn't have a Din Mamon, since Orla is Asubana and would not fulfill Lil Kalkim Now, while the Gemara says that everybody agrees that an Esrog requires a Heter Achila, there is a disagreement whether it requires a Din Mamon. The Nafkamina is Maishasheni eaten in Yushalayim, according to Rabbi Meir. While it does have a Heter Achila, since it's in Yushalayim, it does not have a Din Mamon, according to Rabbi Meir, because according to Rabbi Meir, Maishasheni is Mamon Gavoa, it belongs to the Most High, and not considered the money of the owner. So the pre-8s Hutter Children's Choir, comprised of kids of different ages, dress up as Esrogim, singing in a tree, wouldn't let the kid in the Orla Esru costume, and the one who broke his pitam, join them. Which reminds the Mishnah said, Nitla Pitmaso Asr, if the pitam is removed, 
it is aser because it's chaser, it's deficient. Rabbi Yitzhak ben Elazar brought a brisa with the reading nitla buchnaso, its pestle was removed. This reading reflects the fact that the pitam is pointed and its shape resembles that of a pestle. Rabbi Yitzhak ben Elazar informs us that the esrog is puzzle only if the base of the pitam is missing, but not if the bud is missing. So once again, the pre-800 children's choir comprised of kids of different ages dressed up as esrogim, singing in a tree, wouldn't let the kid in the orla esrog costume and the one who broke his pitam join them. All right, now it's time for four blah blah chazora. Daf Hamadolf. So the sim Daf Hamadolf is the law. We use a judge. So here goes. The woman screaming at the judge. Judge, that must be Daf Hamadolf. The law. The woman screaming at the judge sitting in the sukkah made from wood. She claimed was stolen, which reminds us that Abraisa stated, If one stole pieces of wood and made a sukkah with them, all agree that the original owner has the right to receive only the value of the wood, and the robber may keep the sukkah. And the Gemara brings an incident of the elderly woman who screamed at Rav Nachman, who was sitting in a sukkah made of wood that was stolen from her, and he told her that all she gets is the Dmei so the woman screaming at the judge sitting in the sukkah made from wood she claimed was stolen became enraged when he gave her a dry lulav and an old esrog as compensation and told her they were kosher. Which reminds us it was taught in a price of Yavish puzzle, Rabbi Yudah Makshir. A dry lulav is puzzle, but Rabbi Yudah's Makshir, Rabbi said that the Malchoks pertains to a lulav, but not to the esrog. The Rabban Sabre Makshin Lulav the Esrog, for the Rabban hold that we make a hekish between the Lulav and the Esrog as follows. Ma Esrog by Hadar, Af Lulav by Hadar. Just as the Esrog requires beauty, so to the Lulav requires beauty, whereas Rabbi Yudah holds that we do not make the hekish and the Lulav does not require beauty. Rava continued, however, concerning the Esrog, everybody agrees it requires beauty. The Gemara refutes this on the fact that Rabbi Yudah is Makshir, an old Esrog. So the woman screaming at the judge sitting in the sukkah made from wood, she claimed was stolen, became enraged when he gave her a dry lulav and an old esrog as compensation, and told her they were kosher, and not to worry that the lulav is split. Which reminds us, the Mishan Daf Chavtez Amabay stated in Niktam Rosh Puzzle, if the lulav's top is clipped off, it's puzzle, Rabbi Huna said, they only taught this concerning the case where the top is actually clipped off, of al nistak kosher. But if it was merely split, the lulav is kosher. When a brice was brought that says a split lulav is puzzle, what Papa answered, the brice refers to a case where the lulav was made like a hymnak. Rashi explains the brice is not referring to a lulav whose leaves have split open, but rather to a lulav that grew in the shape of a hymnak, which is a metal tool used by silver that is forked at one end. If the lulav grew in the shape, it appears to have two spines with the leaves reaching in opposite directions. Such a lulav is puzzle, but a lulav whose leaves have split open is kosher. So the simmer daflamid base is a mad scientist in a lab. So here goes. The mad scientist working in a sukkah lab. Mad scientist in a lab? That must be more Duff. Lamed Bays. The mad scientist working in a sukkah lab on developing a species of lulav where the tumus never split, which reminds us where Papa asked what the halacha is in a case where the tumus is split all the way down to the spine so that the top of the spine is split. The Gemara gives two different versions of what Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Yeshub and Levi, one suggesting that the tumus is kosher, whereas if it was removed, it'd be possible. The other one saying that a split tumus is as if it's removed. So the mad scientist working in a sukkah lab on developing a species of lulav, where the tumus never split, ended up producing a mutant thorny lulav. Which reminds us, Ravina said to Ravashi, on what basis do we know that kapus tamarim requires us to take a lulav, which is the pliant palm branch whose leaves hug its spine? So a number of alternatives are suggested which are rejected, one being that the Gemara has the Imakufra, but say the puzzle refers to a palm shoot, which is a branch that is one or two years old and has begun to harden, but the stems protruding from it still can be bent back and tied to it. Abai said, Its ways are pleasantness, and all its pathways are peace. Rashi explains that since a palm shoot has thorny projections, it's unpleasant for one to hold. So the mad scientist working a sukkah lab on developing a species of lulav, 
where the team was never split, ended up producing a mutant thorny lulav that was played like a braid and looked more like a hadas. Which reminds us, it was taught in Bryce regarding identifying a hadas anav eitz avos sha'anafav chofim as eitzo. The term of shoot of the played tree refers to a species who shoots cover its branches, which is a hadas. Another Bryce has stated that the term shoot of the played tree implies kalua can mean klia bedomun shalshelas, that the tree's leaves are played like a braid and similar to an interlocking chain, and this is a reference to Hadas. The Gemara asks, what's the case of a twig that's plated? And review to said, it's where the leaves stand, tlasa tlasa tarpe bikina, in clusters of three on each base. Rav Ghana said, afil trevachad, even if they stand in pairs, with a third one overlapping each pair. Daf Lamed Gimel, so the simmer Daf Lamed Gimel is a peg-leg pirate. So here goes. The peg-leg pirate, peg-leg pirate, that must be run Daf Lamed Gimel. The peg-leg pirate who got angry after he clipped off the top of the hadas and saw a new bud begin to grow on Yantiv, which reminds us, Rabbi Yirmi asked what the lucky is if the top of the hadas was clipped off before Yantiv and a date grew on it during Yantiv. Yesh dichwi ate some mitzvahs or Is there a permanent rejection in regard to mitzvahs or not? The concept of dichwi, which applies in regard to kachim, is that once an object is disqualified from use in a specific service, it is permanently rejected, even if the reason for disqualification ceases to exist. The Gemara asks why Rabbi Yirmi is uncertain, since the case in Chun regarding Kitsui Dam implies Ain dichwi ate some mitzvahs. There is no permanent rejection in regard to mitzvahs. The Gemara said that Rabbi Yirmi was inquiring whether Ain dichwi ate some mitzvahs apply only to chumras, such as in the case of Kitsui Dam, or even what leads to a kula, such as the Hadas case. The Gemara leaves it as a take, but later resolves part of the question. So the peg-leg pirate got angry after he clipped off the top of the Hadas and saw a new bud begin to grow on Yantiv, got distracted pulling off all its berries to eat. Which reminds us, the Gemara questions Rabbi Yezabar Shimon who holds that one may pluck berries off a Hadas on Yantiv. But one is thereby repairing a Kliyan Yantav. Ravashi answered that we're dealing with a case where one plucked the berries for the purpose of eating them. Rebbe Shimon holds like his father who said, is mutter. When the Gemara objects, because Abai and Rebbe both said Rebbe Shimon concedes that one is chayv in a case of Psik Yamus, it answers that we're dealing with a case of De'ezli Hoshana Achrisi, where the person has another Hoshana with which he can do the mitzvah. Since it's irrelevant to him whether this hadas is valid, plucking the berries is not considered a repair. So the peg-leg pirate got angry after he clipped off the top of the hadas and saw a new bud begin to grow on Yantiv, got distracted pulling off all its berries to eat, that a ship got grounded in a willow brook. Which reminds us we learned many dinim of rubbers from the Pasuk of Arve Nacho. The term brook willows refers to a rubbers that grow by brook. Another pshat is Sha'ale Shala Mashuch that's a type of rubber whose leaf is elongated like a brook. And the plural form of Arve Nacho teaches that rubbers are not only kosher if they grow by a brook, but they're also kosher if they grow in fields and mountains. And Abushul said Arve Shtaim, the plural form of a rubbers implies two rubbers are required, one for the Luv and the other one for the Mikdash to encircle the Mizbech with the rubbers each day of Sukkot. The Rabban hold that the mitzvah of rubbers in the Mikdash is Halacha, Lamosh Misinai. Daf Lamadal, so the Simmer Daf Lamadal is a ladder. So here goes. The ladder, ladder, that must be on Daf Lamadal. The ladder covered in white stemmed and rounded leaf tzavtzava with serrated edges, which reminds us the term Arve Nacho refers to Aravos that grow by a brook and excludes tzavtzava which grow among the mountains. The more brings a bright that distinguishes between Arava and tzavtzava. The Arava, its stem is red and its leaf is elongated and the edge of its leaf is smooth. The tzavtzava, its stem is white, its leaf is rounded and the edge of its leaf is serrated like a sickle. So the ladder covered in white stemmed and rounded leaf tzavtzava with serrated edges, had three adasim on the third rung, two arubas on the second rung, 
and a luav on the first one, which reminds us, the next Mishnah brings about Chokos Tanam regarding how many of each species must be taken. Rabbi Shmuel holds that one must take three Adasim to a Rava's one luv and one Esrog. Rabbi Kiva says that just as only one luv and one Esrog are required, so too only one Hadas and one Rava are required. A Bryce states that Rabbi Shmuel said, pre eights Hadar teaches that one Esrog is a required amount. Kapos Tamar refers to one luv since Kapos is written without the Vav. The three words of Anav eights Avos allude to the three Hadasim, and Rabbi Nachal refers to two Aravos. So the latter covered in white-stemmed and rounded leaf tzatzifa with serrated edges had three adasim on the third rung, two arabas on the second rung, and a luv on the first rung, with the esrog all alone on the side. Which reminds us, in the same b'risa, Rebbe Yazar said that one might have thought that the esrog should be tied together with the other three species in one bundle. Since the Pasuk says pre-eats hadar, kapuz tamar, and without the connecting letter vav, this teaches that the esrog is not bundled with the other species. And how do we know that the dalad minima are ma'ak of one another? That if one takes only three of the four, meaning he has completely failed to fulfill the mitzvah? The Torah therefore teaches, And you shall take, which indicates that it should be a complete taken. Rashi explains that Rabbi Yezer expounds as, And you shall take completely. Alright, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.